0: Hey y'all, Doug here. With only three episodes left before our season recap, and that's including today, we'll be recording our season four recap episode either at the end of August or early September. But we want to hear from you. Got some feedback, stories, requests, input, almost anything really. Send us an email to crewofjapanpodcast, K-R-E-W-E-O-F-J-A-P-A-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Can't wait to see that email inbox bursting at the brim. And who knows, maybe even yours will get read on the episode. Until then, we look forward to hearing from you guys. Here's what's going on with Japan Society of New Orleans. Come out to the Jefferson Performing Arts Center on Wednesday, September 20th from 5.30 to 8.30 and hang with Japan Society of New Orleans, among so many other organizations at Culture Collision 13. The event is free and open to the public. Check the Japan Society website for more details. Also, October is just around the corner, and that means Japan Fest is as well. Japan Fest is being held on October 14th all day at New Orleans Museum of Art. Japan Society will be looking for some volunteers to work our table and Samurai Armored on Station. So keep your eyes peeled for the sign-up email coming in the next few weeks. Or just check out the Japan Society website for more details. Let's go! Hello, I'm Doug and welcome to the Crew of Japan podcast, a weekly podcast where we take you on audio journeys through Japanese culture. This time on Crew of Japan podcast. Welcome back to our podcast. This week's episode may be a little shorter, but it's definitely a topic to keep in mind if you are ever traveling to Japan at any point in the future. For those maybe unfamiliar with the Japanese word that we'll use throughout this episode, the word for souvenir is omiyage. Recorded back in the late spring, ahead of my summer trip to Japan, I was really scratching my head over what to bring as souvenirs for my friends and family. So I was excited when I heard that Jen wanted to do an episode on this topic, as it would be a good opportunity for me to brainstorm and to get my head right. During this episode, we talked through the types of scenarios where omiyage is recommended, whether you're a short-term visitor or longer-term resident. On top of that, we also discuss who to buy omiyage for, good and bad ideas for omiyage, gifts in japan and from abroad and so much more but let's just jump into the episode
1: so today it's just you and me doug
0: let's do this
1: yes so we are gonna talk about omiyage today
0: omiyage what's up yes
1: i had the idea because i just had a friend who came back from japan and since it's been a while for me, <laughs> since I haven't been to Japan, he brought back some things. And something that he brought back triggered this idea for an episode because he did something that was very Japanese. And I didn't know that he would do that. What? And it was he brought back Tokyo Banana.
0: Don't you like Tokyo Banana I, d- a lot? I do.
1: I do. But I didn't think he would understand the concept of bringing something like that back. Because <laughs> huh. like, he had no idea what it was. He just saw it and brought it back. So he didn't know, but it's in a box, it's nicely wrapped, it's food, and I was like, Wow, like this is very typical Japanese way of doing souvenirs. And so yeah. I was like, We gotta do an Omiyage episode because people need to know this kind of culture.
0: <laughs> yeah, Omiyage culture is a massive part of just life in Japan in general. Just working, living, traveling to and within Japan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it it's is. good to understand it.
1: It is. And to really understand it, so yes, omiyage means souvenir, but it's very specific. So it's a souvenir that is a gift bought while traveling. And specifically, it's an item bought for others, not for yourself. So you like, you know how like you go on a trip and you like to buy something for yourself? Yeah. This ain't that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a gift that's supposed to be meant for others.
0: Yeah, and I know a lot of people do use it kind of like, oh, Miyagi, and they'll give you something like when they come back from the store as a joke, but it's basically that thing, like someone's going out on a trip and coming back, and that's something that represents that trip that you just took.
1: Well, yeah, well, what's scary about it is if a Japanese person knows you're going on a trip, they expect you to bring something back. Like, don't come back (laughs) empty-handed.
0: Yeah, and I guess also you got to think of it too. There's like an obligation, right? There's like some obligatory you know, and it, it's unspoken. No one's going to ask you for omiyage.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is unspoken. It's one of those unspoken things. Japan yeah. has a lot of unspoken. things.
0: Yeah, it's just kind of understood. And as a foreigner, if you're going over there, it's maybe less expected, you know, like, oh, you're not expected as much to follow or partake. But I mean, even when I was on jet, like I, if I was going on a trip, you know, working in a workplace that had, you know, everyone, anytime someone came back from a trip, there was always a a box of cookies or crackers or something, you know? Yeah. There's always that expectation that's there. And again, you may not be expected to follow it, but you kind of (laughs) are. Yeah,
1: yeah, you you, you, you totally are. You totally are. And it's funny because it's not even like... Like you're like, oh, but I'm just going to like two prefectures over. But like that's still traveling like you are expected. It's not like international thing. It's it's even within Japan. It's a big deal if you're going hopping from one prefecture to another and you are kind of expected to yeah bring something back.
0: Yeah. And the biggest advice I can give you is just don't tell people you're going on a trip.
1: (laughs) 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 Because literally anyone who knows that you're going on a trip they are the people that you have to bring back for so like obviously if you're working you have to take some days off
0: yeah oh, so yeah.
1: all those people in your office you gotta bring back something
0: yeah and there I mean there's it's not they're not again they're not expecting something massive but just something yeah Um, you know but like your your neighbors too depending <laughs> on yeah depending on yeah, how they, close you are to them obviously yeah, or, they, or something they may like that. expect
1: something family friends family friends they're gonna expect something yeah um for sure it's it's definitely something that you just want to keep a mind on of like who you need to buy for when you're going on a trip
0: yeah and we'll get into a little bit later like typical omiyage from a Mm. domestic traveling within japan perspective but also a foreigner traveling to japan perspective as well we'll touch on that in a little bit but yeah i think the biggest ones are like family and friends it's people that are you're close with that maybe you're going to see somewhat frequently or right after your trip is over. If it's someone that you're not going to see for a while, then I would probably not worry about it. You mm-hmm. know, if it's, if it's like, oh, my buddy that I see once a month, you know, if you bought a bottle of sake or something from that prefecture you travel to, you could totally bust that out when they come over, sure. But that's not really omiyage. That's like, oh, I got this sake over at this prefecture. It's not necessarily yeah. for them. But I wouldn't say you need to do that. I would just be more so... People you're going to see immediately after your trip, especially coworkers or colleagues or let's say you're in a club or some kind of organization.
1: Mm, yeah. You
0: know, if you if you see them frequently and, and you're going to be having a meeting or something, you know, it, it doesn't hurt. And again, we'll, we'll touch on like what to get in a second.
1: Yeah, but I want to touch a little bit on why you have to do this. Like, why is it such a big thing in the Japanese culture? And it really just... It originates from the Shinto religion. It was originally like a Shinto practice to give a gift of sorts when you were traveling from shrine to shrine.
0: I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Cool.
1: Yeah, that's where it originated from. And then it just developed into crazy chaos of omiyage. <laughs> yeah.
0: Into Tokyo Banana.
1: <laughs> yeah, Tokyo Banana.
0: oldest into Tokyo Banana. But
1: you know, it's now developed into like this thing where like you're kind of keeping up a relationship you're telling your co-workers, like, oh, thanks for covering for me while I was gone. You're telling, like, family and friends, hey, pretty much, like, I thought about you while I was gone. Here you go. You know, <laughs> it just it just shows that you, you know, you you ex- respect and appreciate people.
0: I thought about you five seconds while I was <laughs> in the train station after I realized I forgot to get you something from the prefecture I was actually in. Oh, so I no. bought you Tokyo Banana at Tokyo Station. <laughs> that's, that's how much I thought about you.
1: That's that's so funny because I actually told my friend about the Tokyo banana that he gave me. I was like, oh, where did you get this from? Like, cause did you go to like Tokyo Station? Because they have yeah, their own big, kiosk uh, yeah. in Tokyo Station. And that's where I went when I got my Tokyo banana like years ago. And he's like, oh, no, it was, like, at the airport yeah, before the airport I left. Yeah, airport has it too. <laughs> And I was like, that's hilarious. Like, yeah, I saw it. And I, I thought, I remembered you said something about it. I was like, yeah, yeah, I did.
0: <laughs> yeah, those those airports, airport shops, they definitely have, like, touristy trap oh, yeah, type stuff. Sure. But they do have for they those do talk have the food nice stuff. stuff that you can yeah. get at those major stations. Like, the big ticket, or not big ticket, but big name ones, mm-hmm. you can find at those, like, airport shops, especially, like, Narita or Haneda. yeah. If you forget and you're like, oh, crap, got to grab something, throw on my carry on, then yeah, you'll be able to find something you can cover your butt with. But yeah, so <laughs>
1: then let's move on to like what people should buy. Yeah. I think that's really important because that's another expectation of you in Japan is you better buy these things.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I mean, the first and foremost, and, and we'll, we'll divide this again into... If you are internal, domestic, like within Japan person, whether you're Japanese or someone that's living there, who's traveling and then coming back to work or going, you know, that kind of situation. But then also we're going to touch on the situation of if you are moving to Japan or traveling to Japan and meeting people for the first time or reuniting with people after a long period of time, a la post-COVID, you know, going to Japan finally after years and seeing people you haven't seen, The approach to that is a little different from one to the other. So I think first and foremost, we're gonna touch on what to do when you're actually in Japan, like if you live there or what Japanese people do in general. And one is obviously, food i think that's the
1: yeah food's the a big most deal
0: obvious option
1: i find japanese people will get like kind of sad if you don't bring back food
0: <laughs> yeah there's just so many options like you can bring sweets a lot of you know tokyo banana for example and usually they're all individually wrapped so that way yeah, they so can
1: perfect for sharing with share, like, it's, a, it's a shareable thing
0: you just buy a box yeah. everything's individual wrap you drop it on a table and then whoever wants it takes it And if they don't want it they're not interested they don't but it's there and the thought is all that matters yes <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like those sweets I mean you can get like Kit Kats are another one I've, I think yeah. a lot of people talk about the Kit Kats just different flavors a lot of prefectures have their own flavor of Kit Kat if i remember incorrectly.
1: correctly some of them do yeah
0: yeah like some of them that's like Gente or like the regional specific Kit Kat flavors But you sometimes have to really go out of your way to find those. They're not as easy to find. I usually find them in, like, service areas on the highway. Mm -hmm. When we go, like, that's usually kind of where I see a lot of those Kit Kat things. Or, again, airport. They have a lot of flavors everywhere at the airport, too.
1: And then you could do things like cookies and candy, the typical stuff. But then, like, you could do more traditional things. So, like, senbei, rice crackers. Those are a good hit sometimes. Um, Yeah. Especially if you get like f- special flavored ones.
0: Yep, yep. Um,
1: not just standard soy sauce, but like an actual special flavor.
0: Yeah, or, or just good. something like that prefecture is like famous for that. You know, there's a certain type of senbei or certain type of anything. And yeah,
1: exactly. Honestly, just
0: regional specific stuff. If you're going somewhere, get like a food or a delicacy from that region. And yeah, even if it's not like. If it's a cake that just says Fukushima cakes and then that's all it says, (laughs) there's nothing really like special about it. Maybe they use like Fukushima cow milk or something. I don't know, like (laughs) whatever. But as long as if it says the name of the prefecture or city that you went to, that's usually a check in the box of good omiyage idea.
1: Well, to go back from last season when we talked with Kay about Aomori Prefecture, you know, yeah. she was talking about how apples are such like a big deal over there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you go to Aomori, bring back some kind of apple-related item. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> whether that be like maybe like apple flavored cakes or maybe bring back apple cider yeah anything like that i remember i went to uh hiroshima one time and i got like these oyster flavored rice crackers Mm -hmm. for someone here who is japanese and he Mm -hmm. was like oh i miss japan and so i got him that and he was really happy with it so Nice. (laughs) nice yeah
0: I was trying to think about what we talked about with joy earlier in the season on the Hiroshima episode. I was like, I really want to get some La <laughs> the, the lemon, lemon Tabasco or some citrusy stuff. So yeah, do a little bit of research. I think it's like part of it. Like, you know, again, you won't have to do too much because if you go to one of those souvenir shops that again, if it's a bigger city,
1: they're going to have tons of options. They may have a
0: souvenir shop by the station yeah. in the station, you know, nearby so that you should have some options another one we didn't mention was dried snacks and Mm, like dried fruit is one thing that you can buy dried squid
1: yeah i'm not a fan of it (laughs) but you know
0: to (laughs) each their own (laughs) i know people that are but yeah like dried snacks you could find them all in those little like souvenir shops they'll have food as long as it has the name of the prefecture on it you're good yeah if it mentions it or just do a little research beforehand
1: and then of course if it's appropriate you could buy alcohol if it's appropriate. <laughs> When's
0: it not appropriate? I mean, I guess for kids, but <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'd say alcohol is always a hit. I think one time I got a bottle of sake from Fukushima from one of my friends when I went to visit and I forget what it was called. Kinsui show or kinsui show. I, I can't remember, but it was really nice. So if you know someone that does like drinks, whether it's wine or beer or whatever, you know, alcohol is always a hit, you know, anywhere. Japan or here. The only problem with alcohol is if you live domestically, it's no big deal, but you got to travel with it. And it's, it's kind of heavy. Yeah. So yeah. you don't want to be carrying a giant bottle of sake with you at the beginning of your trip. So you maybe buy that at the tail end. But yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but like Doug said, if you're coming from another country to live in Japan and you are going to be meeting people yeah. for the first time and you're yeah. just trying to like, you know, introduce yourself and get people acquainted with you. You might want to bring gifts to Japan from where you live so that we can kind of show people, you know, hey, this is where I live. This is what I got from there. Mm -hmm. Hope you like it. So, like, I remember when I studied abroad and the program director at the time was like, okay, everyone, you need to bring some kind of gifts back for, like, the Japanese people that you're going to be meeting, like, Japanese students. And so I think I bought, like, so much. pralines. Which, for those of you who don't know what that is, it's pretty much just, like, brown sugar that's yeah. cooked. And you have, like, pecans in it. And it's just
0: giant, solidified <laughs> sugar. sugar. It's literally just sugar.
1: <laughs> sugar with some pecans in it. That's it.
0: <laughs> like, basically a cookie form. It's not really a cookie, but it it's looks like a cookie.
1: It's not a cookie, though, because it. it has no dough.
0: <laughs> I know, but it looks like a cookie, sorta. sort of. Sort of. It like fudge. I think I'd say it's closer to you know fudge what? than cookies. Yeah,
1: I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Not the same it's texture, but thinner. kind of like the same, yeah. Yeah. I I, yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Good good comparison.
0: If you're listening from another place that is in New Orleans and don't know what problems <laughs> yeah. are, P R A L I N E, just look it up, you'll see. You'll see. They're yeah. really it's good, similar. but not not really a hit. Yeah, they they
1: weren't a hit. I only gave out maybe like three of them mm-hmm. because they were just they were too sweet. Yeah.
0: And, and that was something that I've heard. And I did that jet my first year. I brought that in. I went to like a praline shop down in the French Quarter or something to buy like one of the big boxes of souvenir ones. Mm-hmm. And of course, overpaid because it's the French Quarter. But... <laughs> <laughs> You know, I bought that and then I brought it to work and then I saw some people taking it, but then I saw them kind of like open it, take a bite and then it would just sit on their desk the rest of the afternoon until I left. And then magically they were gone the next day. I don't know where they went. (laughs) Oh, I know. (laughs) Probably in a tissue and then home and then into the burnable garbage. Yes. Uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) But my second time around, I, I learned my lesson sort of. I couldn't really think of a food that they would like from here, honestly. Mm -hmm. So I ended up my second go round just visiting, like revisiting friends and bringing back something i went to like bed bath and beyond and i just bought like these very new orleans themed coasters
0: oh yeah that's that's and good they were idea. really nice yeah
1: very heavy <laughs> uh. but i trekked all over japan with these coasters and uh i thought they were a good hit no that's, everyone uh, that's seemed to idea. like them
0: you know when people in the states or just abroad think of souvenirs from another place oh, it's like yeah. magnets or keychains right and
1: or t-shirts or, or t-shirts, yeah. contribute to my shot glass collection. Right,
0: right. And and to be honest, like I know people that did bring those types of things to, you oh, know, really? like their cultural sensei, like the principals or vice principals of their schools.
1: Oh my gosh. No, it's really? okay
0: though. I mean, because it's from another country and it's, yeah, it's a novelty item. So, but they appreciate that. And I think it's good. I wouldn't do it like for an en masse, like bulk group of people. Hmm. Another idea Food related, this is something I do. I go to Rouse's, this is a local grocery store, and you can get these packets of crawfish etouffee or jambalaya mix for like cheap, like a dollar, dollar fifty, maybe two dollars. Now, inflation's going out of of control. (laughs) But you get that, and then it's not difficult to make. The jambalaya is a little heavier because it has rice in it. But if you get the etouffee mix or one of those ones where it's just kind of more of a root, like a powder, but it's mm. not very heavy. So you can buy a bunch in bulk. It doesn't cost a lot. And it's unique to New Orleans. It's food. And it is, they can yeah. make it on their own. And if they don't understand how to cook it or read the instructions, then you can offer to help translate it or whatever. And, you know, it's kind of a nice breaker. Yeah. I think for when I did that for my teachers, I actually did that after my got back one year from Christmas. I went home for Christmas one year. Brought that back because I knew the pralines weren't going to cut it. <laughs> so I brought that back instead. And it was a hit. I wrote the instructions in Japanese and kind of taped it to each each uh, little packet. Mm-hmm. And it was really, it was a good idea. And it worked out. Another one, um, if you're buying for kids, you can get like little like snack bags of Zapp's potato chips. Oh, yeah. Potato chips are light. And the only thing is you got to worry about them getting crushed in the suitcase. So
1: <laughs> This is true. <laughs> you got to make sure,
0: you know, do whatever you can do there. But yeah, like it's, it's kind of an easy local treat. And one other good one is... If you can find like a book of postcards with like local New Orleans scenery or wherever you're from, those postcards, like pictures, people put that stuff on their desk or on their fridge or whatever. And it's kind of like a, a, a site from another place that they haven't been, you know. So yeah. those are things that I've found success with when traveling over to Japan and bringing omiyage for coworkers or friends. Mm-hmm. I have brought beer. Again, beer is heavy, you know, especially if it's like craft beers or local beers or something like that can not bottle i get worried i get paranoid about that stuff like bursting in my suitcase when i get to like narita and i get there and it's like just dripping out of my bag so i like <laughs> bubble wrap and wrap in paper towel and in ziploc bags and I, yeah it's, it's a nightmare but it gets there in one piece
1: yeah yeah it does yeah i mean of course like if you're in japan coming back home to give people you know souvenirs on miyage
0: Tokyo
1: go banana. for go go for now. Well, yes, but <laughs> I was going to say, man, you will not let go of this Tokyo banana.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's a go to. It, it really is, is. It is a go to. Uh, I'm pretty sure I've gotten that before for my family. It, so. it is
1: a go to. But you are more than welcome to go with the stereotypical like magnets, T-shirts, yeah. very like touristy kind of things. I mean, because back home, love that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. they want like a I pair of chopsticks or. Yeah, magnet for their fridge or something like that.
0: Oh, you brought up chopsticks. So I'm going to drop a... I mean, maybe I'm not... I'm obviously probably not the only person that does this. I know probably a lot of people do this and they just don't say it. But I'm going to go out (laughs) and say it. I'm going to air out my cheapness. Just put it out there. Daiso is a great omiyage place.
1: Heck yeah.
0: (laughs) I mean, most Daisos, it's 100 yen. But some things, they are marked up like 500 yen or 1,000 yen or whatever, depending on what you get. But there's a lot of like good quality... Or at least good quality looking products that are sold there. That oh are yeah, cute, for sure. That are very unique to Japan. They have a lot of teacups, ceramic teacups, ceramic bowls, mm-hmm. plastic like lacquerware bowl looking bowls, chopsticks, fans, little folding, yep, fans, folding fans and fans.
1: stuff.
0: Yep. You can get your magnets and your stickers and your folders and and notebooks that have like cute characters on them that you like. There yep. is so much that you can get at Daiso and not have to break the bank. Especially if you're buying for like little kids in your family and you don't know what to get them. You know, there's some pencils and pencil boxes or pencil case, you know, things like that, that are cute and have characters they probably know like Pikachu or, you know, like things like that. So that is always an option. I'm throwing it out there. Uh, You don't have to go to the expensive airport omiyage shop to get your... Godzilla magnet that's going to cost you two thousand yen for something that's like the size of like you know maybe half of your hand, you know, yeah. <laughs> or, or a quarter of your hand. So um, I think that's a sneaky good option for anyone that hasn't done that before.
1: It is. I yeah. mean, I I didn't learn it my first time in Japan when I came home. I went to those like typical tourist shops in like the train stations and airports. Yeah. And whoo, I, my wallet suffered.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it it can be pricey and it's just also, sometimes I feel like the food, sometimes it's a hit coming back home, but then it isn't always a hit, you know, like, people are like, what is this? Or like the red bean paste, mm, like manju or, or, um, you know, things like that, like that are a big hit in japan but you bring that back home people are like yeah
1: they're gonna be like what what's this
0: yeah, like even tokyo kinda, banana uh,
1: like my husband is not a big fan of tokyo banana he uh-huh. he just doesn't like it i love it i mean all it is is like banana pudding wrapped in a cake like <laughs> that's there, what it reminds me of
0: anyone that's going to tokyo at some point in the future and or i think it's in tokyo station but they I think they have other shops too it's called butter press sand
1: yes it's, i know what that is
0: have you had that before
1: yes i have oh my god they're so good they're It's good.
0: basically like cream and butter inside of a cookie sandwich and like like literally butter there's like a little sliver of butter on top of the cream and it's definitely not healthy but definitely <laughs> delicious definitely check it out
1: yeah i remember i brought manju back once and how'd that go yeah, not, 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 not good. <laughs> I mean, good for me because I got to eat them. Right, right. <laughs> but uh, other people were like, what? What's in this? Uh, yeah, that's a uh, white bean paste. Um, yeah. Which I find white bean paste is way better than um, red bean paste. But that's just my opinion.
0: Yeah, it's just it's just a hit or mess. Yeah. Hit or yeah. mess. You know, some other things, too, that are not food related, not Daiso related, but you can get like little tea towels.
1: Yes, those are those perfect. Hand towels are great. Hand towels. i mm-hmm.
0: I'm trying to think what else. I mean, cuz again, we mentioned folding fans and chopsticks and Or, and or cups, okay. Yeah. Do you
1: know a tea lover? Bring back like tea packets of tea yeah. leaves from Very like true. different prefectures mm-hmm. or I mean, that those are great gifts.
0: Yeah. Personally, I'm I'm a sucker for like little statues and stuff too. So, like decorations for the house. So, I Oh, yeah. I have, like, little, like, for Fukushima, they have the Akobeko, which is, like, the little red cow. And I have, like, three of them around my house in random places. But, uh, I mean, those kind of things. I, I love getting that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, uh, you know, and so if you know somebody, there's a lot of options to go and to do. And then, again, yeah. if, if you have friends that are big into Nintendo or Pokemon, Jen, um, <laughs> <laughs> like, your friend brought you something from where? Yeah,
1: from the Pokemon Center. they have a lot of good stuff
0: there. So, oh, yeah. So you good. Know, I love it. Themed themed items are a hit and yep, they are. great omiyage in japan and out
1: yeah now what is different about buying omiyage in japan than buying souvenirs here in america is you know when you're buying souvenirs to bring to japan don't just bring the souvenir the way it is please wrap it or do something with it to make it look nice. Don't just yeah. hand them a bag of chips.
0: <laughs> oh, so okay. Depends who you know and who you're giving it to. Because I've totally given friends that. I mean, not not. It's like it was in a Rouse's bag, like a, like a plastic, like a plastic grocery hat? bag. Yeah.
1: I mean, I guess if your friends understood, that's fine. Oh, I
0: think I think that's part of it, though. Like, you're living out of a suitcase. You're traveling. But if you're going there to work and you're going to work, yes, presentation is key. Yeah. But if, if they know that you're, like, traveling and it's not really easy to travel with a box, something that's, like, nicely wrapped and... A suitcase and things like that, especially. But well, that's why you don't put of- it in a
1: box. You just put it, like in one of those gift bags. Yeah. Like yeah. maybe like one of those like um mm. paper gift bags.
0: True. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. I Probably. Because that's what I did back when I was or... a
1: student. When I was a student, I did like the like very tiny like paper gift bags, and then yeah. I just put like the pralines in there, and I handed out. That's as a great idea. As I, I guess I'm just
0: not a. I, I, and I, then like, for the I coasters, the I code. just wrapped
1: the coasters in like this really cute paper yeah yeah well pretty much what i'm saying yeah, is way more pre- than me yeah <laughs> oh, what i'm pretty much saying is presentation is key in japan when it yep. comes to omiyage like it has to be presented really nicely
0: i think the part of the presentation is me giving it to them so <laughs> the fact that i'm presenting it to them that is the presentation you oh, know like here's the stuff here's oh my the like
1: no. craft beer from america but that's a great thing about buying omiyage in Japan is that yeah. a bunch of this stuff is already pre-packaged and pre-wrapped for you.
0: Yeah, that's definitely a good point. Like in, if it, if it isn't pre-packaged, sometimes the shops will offer to wrap it yeah, for you. Yeah, for free. Mm-hmm.
1: And actually, because that, that's what even brought this topic up for this episode is that the Tokyo banana box that my friend bought me, I didn't want to open it because it was wrapped so nicely.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was
1: wrapped in, like, nice paper, and I was like, ooh, I don't want to, like, undo the niceness. But I had to because, like, the, the snacks would get expired if I didn't open it and eat it. But, yeah, it was just so nice. And, oh,
0: I mean, expiration man. dates are, you know, it's just a suggestion, right? It's not actually you have to live by it.
1: No, I'm one of those people that live by it.
0: <laughs> no. I found some uh, Little Debbie's Christmas cakes in my pantry they were in a corner that i didn't realize they were there they're like four months expired and were all right
1: hey whatever floats your boat
0: <laughs> <laughs> just use that as omiyage four uh, months no <laughs> oh
1: my god don't do that jesus cleaning
0: out my pantry i'm just joking oh my god listeners out there i do not do that do not do you that. you
1: are teaching our I listeners am not doing bad that, things i swear <laughs> Uh, oh my gosh. But yes, in Japan, yeah. it'll most likely be prepackaged and really nice for you. You typically wouldn't have to do anything with the omiyage because it'll, it'll be wrapped. I'm pretty 100% that yeah. it'll be wrapped.
0: A good chance it will be. If it, And if it's not wrapped, it's already in kind of a decently looking box where if you don't need to wrap it, you don't even need to do anything with it. You probably just give it like that and it's fine. I know yeah. plenty of times I walked into my uh, faculty room at my schools and there was just a box sitting on a table. Someone came in from a trip, just planted the box on the table, took the lid off.
1: Have at said, it. Dozo,
0: <laughs> go for it. Yep. So if it's those kind of things, especially, I mean, if you're bringing something specifically for your boss, it's one thing. But if it's for like the room, yeah, it's going to get torn apart anyway. So yeah. just you know, don't don't stress out too over it, over it too much.
1: And if you're bringing back omiyage from Japan back home, you mm-hmm. know, your family's probably not going to expect you to have it wrapped, especially if they know oh, nothing about Japanese no. culture. They, they're not going to care. You I'm can just, just whip it out a suitcase. Yeah, you could whip out <laughs> like whatever snack you want and just say, here, mom, i have had it. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Now, if you have a friend that, like, really loves Japan, you know, yeah, go to, like, Daiso. Get, like, some really fancy stationery and, like, the fancy wrapping and the tape and go for it. Have fun. Yeah, make it special.
0: Yeah. So, one other thing you did mention about the snacks, and I think we touched on it earlier, is that those boxes, like, to Tokyo Bananas, they're all individually wrapped. Yeah, they are. So, it's, it's really, you know, if you are bringing it back home to the States you have that option of like if you're going to a meeting or going to work here yeah you say, hey i went to japan oh Here's my yeah that's a
1: good idea Homiage.
0: you could put it in the office or, or somewhere i mean assuming go to an office still or or wherever your workplace may be but uh <laughs> i haven't had to do that in a while so i don't know i would, I would be that would be culture shock of my own not the right do an episode about that <laughs> um <laughs> now there are people that do complain and understandably so of the overuse of plastic in these wrappers, ah yes, because it definitely is not. There is an affinity to individual wrapping of things in general in Japan. So if you can find something that doesn't contain all that plastic, that's great.
1: I think they do it for the cleanliness, just like for like the sanitariness of it all. Oh so yeah, that way like I, people I'm aren't sure putting their hands on everything, and
0: yeah, there's just like a little bit of overkill sometimes when when uh, plastic usage. So. Yeah. and I say a little bit. was like a little bit. And I really mean a lot. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's kind of your omiyage etiquette. I'm trying to think Yeah, omiyage 101. Else, huh? Yeah, and it was. So, when you go back to Japan, what are you going to bring from New Orleans? Have you have you thought anything or did this uh... trip down memory lane of omiyage in this discussion kind of trigger any ideas?
1: Kind of, kind of. I'm kind of thinking maybe like, well, depending on where I go and who yeah. I'm meeting. So, like, if it's for leisure mm-hmm. travel, I'm thinking about, like, those tiny, like, uh, hot sauce bottles.
0: Oh, yeah. Those are good.
1: Those would be cool. Now, if it's for business, because I don't know what the future brings. Right. Like, if it's for business, I might do something a little bit classier.
0: Okay. Like what?
1: Hmm. Well... I was thinking maybe like, like you said, either like a postcard of like, you know, really famous scenery in, you know, New Orleans or even like one of those like art books, like small art books of like New Orleans scenery.
0: That's a good idea. Yeah, Yeah. I, I think that anything that is representative of wherever you live. New Orleans or wherever you're listening pretty much as long as it's representative of your place then it doesn't really matter I think that's the biggest part is that you you're showing and we kind of mentioned this earlier it's about relationship building relationship maintenance and bringing something back that is representative of where you went so as long as you kind of cover and tick those boxes you're in a good spot
1: yeah I think so too yeah but With that, I think we have completed our omiyage lesson to our listeners. So now they are well prepared for all their travels.
0: Yeah, and at the point of recording this, when it comes out, it's probably going to be already after I'm back. But I'm leaving in like three weeks for Japan, and i got to go do all this omiyage shopping. So this is great brainstorming for me. So thank you, Jen, for coming up with this episode. because. I need to figure out what the heck I'm bringing. uh, I mean, you you already know
1: what you already know what you're bringing back for me, right?
0: Yes, Mitsuya cider, of course. I I already know. Not Tokyo banana. Don't worry.
1: Yeah, no, no
0: Tokyo.
1: (laughs) Hey, my friend, he said he tried customs. Apparently, took it. I don't know why. I don't
0: know. So, oh, Don Quixote is also another great place for (gasps) Miyagi. We didn't talk about that earlier. We said Daiso, but but that's more
1: like. You can find some really weird stuff there.
0: <laughs> that's great. You can find yeah, some... Yeah, some
1: friends really like the weird stuff.
0: Weird stuff. You can find... Don Quixote is everything. It has some yeah, good food options has. too. Uh, snacks and, and yeah. things for relatively cheap pricey. Gekiyasu. Uh, very, very inexpensive. So um, that's where I got Yumitsu Cider. I, I, I got it in the cans ah. and I, I stuck it inside my shoes. So maybe that's how they were wrapped didn't wear your shoe your can was not touching the insides of my shoe. <laughs> uh, it was wrapped in paper towels and stuff to kind of add padding but that gives it that extra cushion to not burst all over my clothes
1: well then hey do it again because <laughs> it worked out fine last time
0: <laughs> so maybe that maybe those shoes kept it shielded from a uh, the, uh, from customs customs yeah. yeah so all right well i'll try my best uh, i gotta make a list and check it twice i'm like i'm santa claus or something over here i but, mean uh, hey
1: i'm going to austria soon what what would you like
0: i don't even what does don't austria ask have?
1: me i i chocolate Sausages? chocolate chocolate i don't chocolate?
0: know cheese this is crew of japan not crew of austria podcast so sorry that's hell. But yeah, no. Um, I'll I'll have to do a little bit of research and and let you know. Yeah. Be like, all right, what's the Mysidia equivalent over? In, I
1: don't in, know. Um, my one of my coworkers always brings back chocolate, so that's all I know, really.
0: Well, I mean, I love chocolates. So I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, I think that's it. And if anyone's, yes. when you're listening to this, if you have ideas for us or for our next trip. Feel free to, like, comment on our post and let us know what your uh, favorite omiyage options are when you travel to Japan or omiyage from Japan to bring you back home. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But that's it. Uh, hope you enjoyed this little lesson. And hopefully, Doug and I will be able to do more of these.
0: Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. And that's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Crew Japan podcast. In today's episode, Jen and I took a long look at omiyage culture in Japan and indirectly helped me plan out what I need to bring over with me this past summer for my trip. So I rocked with the Tony Ashery's Creole seasoning, a medley of Louisiana food mixes, some local coffee, and of course beer. And I'm fairly confident that it was all a hit. One of my friends in Tokyo actually busted open the pack of Tony's I brought him while we were at izakaya and started putting the seasoning all over the fries and karaage. It really does taste good on everything. We hope that the conversation here helps you prepare for your next trip to Japan whenever it may be. Just remember, don't bring pralines. What were some of your best and worst omiyage experiences? Share with us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Yeah, it'll always be Twitter. TikTok, YouTube, LinkedIn, and wherever else you may want to look for us. That's K-R-E-W-E-O-F-J-A-P-A-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T Crew of Japan Podcast. Just search for us, you'll find us. And if we're not there... Let us know. While you're looking on the social media platforms, give us a follow, a like, a retweet, share, repost, a uh, stitch. I don't know. Do they do stitches? Whatever else floats your boat. Let us know how you're enjoying the podcast. Or perhaps maybe you prefer to provide your feedback in a more private setting. Send us an email to Podcast at gmail.com. I'll spell that one more time. K-R-E-W-E-O-F-J-P-A-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Don't forget, send them in before our recap episode in a couple weeks. Speaking of feedback, if you are enjoying what you're listening to today or this whole season, please feel free to leave us a five-star rating and or review on your favorite podcast streaming app. Every single one of those ratings and reviews really helps go a long way in helping others interested in Japan and this kind of content find the podcast. And I'm 100% sincere when I say that any and all support is incredibly appreciated. But that's it for today. Until next time.